welcome to the Compassionate Business Collective. I'm Alex Oakle, registered associate nutritionist turned compassionate business coach. I help wellbeing professionals build and scale their businesses with impact and without burnout. Join me every week for chats about business basics, online marketing, getting more visible, scaling with success, and more importantly, building a business in true alignment with your values and without compromising your own well-being. Hi everybody and happy new year. Um, I hope that you had a restful break and you enjoyed some time off and are starting the new year feeling refreshed and excited for the year ahead. I know that I'm really excited to be back in work. It's really interesting because this is my first January where I'm working for myself full time and the feeling is so different when you're starting January on your own terms working for yourself, taking that time to ease back into things rather than rushing in for a 9am meeting. So I'm really thankful for that and really excited that I spent last year setting myself up so that I'm able to do this now. So today's podcast, as you've probably guessed from the title, is going to be a little bit of reflecting on 2022 as well as looking ahead slightly to 2023 as well. And I do think it's important to look back on the year that we've had, not necessarily to dwell on things, but I think it's important to almost use it as a marker and see where we've been, see where we were at and see what changes we've made, see what's worked, see what hasn't. And then we can use all of that information, take into the new year and hopefully use it in a way that guides us in maybe more positive or more structured direction I suppose Um, and that's what I'm doing here today. Um, I spent a little bit of time before the festive break spending some time looking at last year, looking at what happened, looking at how I felt, looking at what was tough, what was sticky, what felt really good, what did I enjoy, what was I happy about, what could have been different and would have been better what am I leaving in 2022 and that was really valuable spending a couple of days doing that and I really felt that that was something that felt quite luxurious to do but also I do think it's quite essential when you are running a business or businesses to take that time and and really have a look at what worked and what didn't so this is some of the things that I have been thinking about over the last year obviously 2022 was a great year for me. Um, I went full-time in the businesses and I got married and I had loads of amazing trips and it was amazing but there were also obviously some tough times. There's never just a you know linear easy journey especially when you're in business so reflecting a little bit on that today and the first thing has to be that burnout that I felt at the start of um, last year and it's been really interesting going into January comparing it to last year considering last Christmas, uh, so Christmas of 2021, I had COVID and I felt really awful. And it really got me thinking this year about how if you are taking time off, but you're ill and you are sick and you're feeling unwell, and whether that is chronic or acute pain or discomfort or illness, if you're taking that time off, quote unquote off, but you are ill, then you're never actually getting to a baseline of feeling good in your body and in your mind and you're actually just replenishing yourself from feeling sick 
potentially, you know, after a few weeks, if it's a kind of acute um, illness or whether it's maybe like a, a bout of chronic pain, you're just kind of getting yourself back to baseline rather than actually feeling replenished and feeling like you can take on the the next year. So that's how I felt. I kind of came out of the Christmas break still feeling exhausted because I hadn't replenished myself. I just got over COVID um, and I hadn't really taken that time to properly rest. And I just got straight back into things. I was still full time in my research job. I was also doing a little bit of research on the side for a project that we were kind of finishing off. And I was running my businesses. So I was running PCOS Collective and WIT, so weight inclusive training at the time. And that's just a lot for one person to do. And especially once I'd hadn't taken time to rest, I was just feeling awful. And that's when I went to my period of burnout. And the first few episodes of this podcast are really talking about that experience. So I'm not going to go on and on about it. And also, I'm kind of tired of talking about it just because it was low key traumatic. So um, that was a really difficult time. And that really is the challenges of setting up your own business and being in that awkward time of where you're still having to make money via a part-time job, a full-time job, or doing work that maybe you don't necessarily want to be doing um, while you try and build your business on the side. And I just want you to know that if this is you right now, I really resonate with you and I feel for you and I'm here to support you because it's so challenging. And I think that unless you've done it you really don't know the struggles of that time so what really helped me with that though is you know I don't want this to be like doom and gloom what really helped me was first of all having therapy so I went to see Vicky Bauman um concentric counseling on Instagram and online and working with her was pivotal and amazing I worked with her for about um just over six months I think I also went into supervision with Liza Kins. Um, So for my professional supervision, I went to Liza and I found speaking with her was really helpful, even though people maybe don't think that's what you talk about in supervision. You can still kind of bring those issues of like what's going on with you in your business as well. And I found speaking with Liza was incredibly helpful. Um, And then later on in the year, from about June, I started working with um, Holly Bray, who's a branch of Holly on Instagram. And working with Holly was also just amazing um, as a business coach because she's very much on my level and on my vibe of don't work yourself into the ground. There's no point kind of respecting that business life balance and all of that sort of stuff, as well as giving me amazing support and strategy. So I guess the message from that is finding support and it's it's so difficult especially when you are struggling financially to you know have the resources to have support um but having support when you're building a business is just it's incredible to have just because of how challenging building a business can be on you physically and mentally um and also you know it's a skill that you're learning you're learning like how to do a whole new thing um you can be the best wellness professional in the world. You can be an amazing nutritionist or dietitian or personal trainer, but learning how to run a business is a completely different skill set. And I don't think we we think about that enough or don't really treat it in that way, maybe. So it's almost just giving ourselves a pat on the back for learning this whole other skill of, of running a business. So yeah, support was really essential then. And then later on in the year, in about... It must have been uh, it must have been October, I think. So it wasn't that long ago, but it seems like a lifetime ago. I actually decided to make the really dis- uh, difficult decision to 
close wits so wit was it's called race inclusive training it's a membership it was a membership um cpd site for people who uh, so well-being professionals who worked in a weight inclusive non-diet way it was a place for those people to gather get access to education and resources from voices that aren't heard as much in the well-being space i think we all know the big boys out there in terms of um, CPD, especially for nutrition. But unfortunately, the voices that are there are often very weight-centric, often incredibly uh, undiverse. And my goal really was to create a site where non-diet nutrition education was really at the kind of forefront. And WIT definitely did that. And it was the most amazing platform and it was an amazing community and that's really what came out of it you know it wasn't just you sign up to watch these webinars we built an amazing community first on mighty networks and then it was on facebook and i really found friends from that you know people who i really connected with people who were very similar to me and the way i work people who really cared about compassionate well-being um and that was really something that i will kind of always hold dearly and be really proud of but unfortunately with the kind of climate changing in terms of the economic climate and also the way that people are working and living you know I started when it was 2021 early 2021 and we were still very much in that bubble of everyone working from home or a lot of people working from home a lot of people just being online all the time people not quite yet in that like zoom fatigue era which I think we're all kind of in now and a bit tired of of online stuff and it really thrived um in that time when we were online a lot more and then as soon as people moved away from being online or and also combined with the cost of living crisis something like a membership I think I can't exactly remember the numbers but it was about 30 pounds a month so you know relatively low cost those are the first things that people will will get rid of and it's completely understandable and I was doing the same you know thinking how can I cut costs so there's no you know no anger here or upset it's more of just being realistic that the that the membership the way it was working was not the way that we run the around the membership wasn't working and one of those reasons was because I really insisted on paying the people who gave the uh, webinars the lectures paying fairly and unfortunately that does mean that I the, the cost of running the membership was pretty high in terms of the tech side of it the time that I had to spend on it and then paying the contributors and um, it just meant that it was you know unfortunately did have to close and for that I think my biggest learning really is that juggling everything is really challenging in terms of if you have a few different businesses or even kind of a few different um, core offers that make up your business and if you're spreading yourself too thin then it can be really difficult to keep things afloat or keep all those balls in the air um, so that was one big learning from that and, and closing down with as, as sad as I was doing it and I still I'm sad about it it also gave me a massive sense of relief because I didn't feel like I, could, I was putting my all into it and I didn't feel like I was giving the members the experience that they'd signed up for so yeah difficult swings and roundabouts with that one I'm not sure whether it'll be back again because it's something I'm still 
in love with and the idea was I think is still great um I don't I can't see it coming back anytime soon but I still like the idea I've still got the domain it's still the website's still live weightsinclusivetraining.co.uk and we still have all of the back catalogue of webinars if you do want to go and have a look and grab any of those before uh, the website does go um but yeah I do miss whip but also it was definitely the right decision at the time Another big change in 2022 was I massively reduced my one-to-one time with nutrition clients. And this was for a variety of reasons. It was a big realization to me that one-to-one client time wasn't fulfilling me in the same way that it used to. And I really do think this was linked to my personal health and my chronic pain and the feelings I was having around my, yeah, my chronic illness. So um, if you don't know, I went for sur- I had surgery in October for to um, try and diagnose my pelvic pain, and I think the having conversations with other people, kind of all day every day, about their struggles with reproductive health, really, I found it challenging in the end, and it was something that I was finding incredibly overwhelming, and it was basically meant that I just never really got time off from thinking about my own reproductive health and that was something that as soon as I kind of recognized that I knew that it was time to start pulling back because I never wanted the my clients to have a you know poor experience or feel like I wasn't 100% there with them Um, and pulling back from one-to-one work was really a weird (laughs) experience because I didn't realize I had this feeling so strongly until I started pulling away from one-to-one work I really had this belief that people who are nutritionists or dietitians that meant that they had to spend all day in clinic with clients or patients and be on one-to-one calls and I I kind of felt like I, I was wasting my money that I'd had you know that I'd spent on my master's degree my undergraduate degree my registration my insurance my CPD everything I've put in to this nutrition career I was like well it's a waste if I'm not seeing people one-to-one and I really had to reprogram and recondition my brain almost to realize that actually you know I still use my skills every single day on pcoscollective.com which is now kind of bigger than and better than ever in terms of being a non-diet education hub for people with PCOS and I've we released the ebook last year we released um, our course for professionals so it's really we you know we are making an impact and I am making an impact in the nutrition space but it's just I really had those two things linked together which just doesn't make any sense now I think back in terms of you know you can still be a good nutritionist or still use your skills it's just it's in a different way than maybe what's conventionally out there so that was a kind of a weird awakening for me I suppose but it's felt really good taking some time away from clinical work and prioritizing building out pcscollective.com because that space is now seen by thousands of people every single month and I'm basically creating more impact on a bigger level than I ever could in a one-to-one session and that's felt really good as well so it's yeah it's it's an interesting one and it doesn't necessarily mean I'll never go back to -to one-to-one but it does just mean that for the moment in this season of life I'm taking a break and that's okay and that's just something I've had to come to terms with I suppose so what does 2023 look like for me well 
first of all, I'm really excited. I Like I said at the start of this um, episode, it's my first full year, full time for myself, which I'm just so excited about. The possibilities do feel endless in the best possible way. But the three things I'm prioritizing this year are rest, ease, and growth. And I know that some of those things will sound a bit counterintuitive and it doesn't really sound like they make sense together, but I'm gonna talk through them a little bit. So rest is a pretty straightforward one. But the way I really see rest working for me this year is that the time that I take out of the business, whether that's weekends, evenings, afternoons off, holidays, you know, time over Christmas and Easter and other breaks, I really want that time to be actual rest rather than semi-rest where you're checking your emails and you're on, you know, I'm on my phone looking at Instagram and seeing what messages are coming through, checking my Stripe, checking my bank account, you know, because I don't feel like I'm comfortable enough to leave the business alone. And that's something that I'm really going to be prioritizing this year is getting the business in a place where I can leave it be and not worry about it. And that definitely has happened more lately because I've been really thinking about this before it's not this isn't something I've just suddenly decided in the last week I'm going to do it's something I've been thinking about for a while so things that I've been doing to actively be able to rest is basically you know doing really basic things like deleting the email um, app from my phone and putting in holidays now so I have a big um, board in my office a big calendar and I've gone through and I've put in all my holiday for the year and I'm making sure that I'm taking at least 25 days in the year properly off business not just you know checking in here and there no I'm taking the proper time off I'm also setting up recurring revenue which basically means that so if someone buys a course from me or one-to-one coaching that they will pay you know once every once every month for three months or six months or something like that so it means that it's not necessarily every time I show up I get paid it's more of this money comes in as I go and it's you know doing things like payment plans which I'm a massive fan of because it makes work more accessible for people and Um, You all know my opinions, I think, on not charging more for payment plans. I think payment plans are also just so valuable for us as business owners because we can predict what money is going to be coming in. Um, And then also uh, passive income, which I know is a bit of a buzzword and you're probably thinking she's going to sell me a dodgy horse about passive income. I'm absolutely not. But to me, passive income really should be called semi-passive income. So it's things like when I write a blog post for PCS Collective and it will get someone will click it click an affiliate link and they will buy a product because we've spoken about it we've recommended it we've gone through the pros and cons and they've decided to purchase it and then you get a small 10 percent, 5 percent kickback from that so you'll get a small amount back and prioritizing that in the business in really kind of thinking about it really ethically about being really kind of discerning about the products we recommend has been um, a real game changer in terms of being able to take proper time off and also releasing products like the ebook and pcscollective.com and the uh, course, which are all kind of pre-recorded so that people can go in and they can purchase it and then they can just get you know straight into it, get started straight away. And it's no one-to-one time with me. It's no you know admin on my side. It's all automated. So it's just a much easier way of working. And it means that even in the middle of the night, um, someone can purchase something and we can make some money in the business. So 
that's a huge part of this rest portion is is setting up the business to be able to take rest and I think that's what people kind of forget to do and that's when people can't take rest because the business doesn't work unless they're working Um, and then my next word is ease and I've kind of borrowed this from my good friend Shannon who um, is the founder of Ease Nutrition Therapy and also Ease Your Practice and I just think it's such a lovely word and it's a word that is one of Shannon's major values I'm sure she won't mind me telling you that Um, and I am starting to really encompass that word as well into my business and that's because ease allows rest making it easy for myself to work making it easy for myself to rest is really key so what I'm doing this year is I'm really looking at last year seeing what worked I was talking a little bit about this earlier but taking what's worked and repeating it and tweaking it as I go so rather than always trying to reinvent the wheel with new offers and new ideas I'm going back in and I'm relaunching things that have worked so we're doing build your business school again this year because it went down so well last year with 25 amazing students enrolling so we're going to do build your business again I am going to be Um, relaunching let's get visible in some way or form I'm still figuring that one out but it's going to be another relaunch of that because that went so fabulously Um, and it's also things like the PCS collective we're just rinsing and repeating what worked in terms of we're making amazing quality articles for our website we're not releasing anything new at the moment maybe in the second half of the year but for the first half we're just you know easing into it and we're seeing what happens and we're just you know letting people enjoy the content that we already have out there you know we have so much that we don't need to worry about always creating new masterclasses and webinars and courses and ebooks you know there's there's so much value out there already that we're just letting it be and um, I'm really looking forward to that this year and I think just on that off that note there's something to say that this I can have the ease this year because of the work last year and I think that's really kind of important to remember and I don't want to shrug that off and just be like I'm just going into this year with ease I am but it's because of the work I did last year and sometimes there is that period of where you have to get that work done to then be able to enjoy the ease that comes afterwards okay and then finally my word is growth and this is because especially towards the end of last year when like things were getting busy because I'd had two weeks off my surgery it wasn't really a proper two-week break because of um, feeling overwhelmed with the business stuff and also with the two-week Christmas break I felt like I was just kind of towards the end of last year all I was doing in the business was doing the day-to-day and just keeping things ticking over rather than moving the needle forward and that's something that my coach Holly who I mentioned earlier always asks us um, when I was in her mastermind she asked it as a group and now I'm working with her one-to-one she asks me you know what is going to move the needle forward this month what's actually going to make change in the business you know into those big juicy goals that we all have like what's actually going to move the needle in that instance and that's something that I'm really trying to prioritize is making sure that when I'm going into each day I'm really thinking how does this move how does this work I'm doing move the needle forward in terms of my big audacious goals so that is what 2023 is looking like for me it's looking like rest ease and growth And if starting or growing your business with ease is on your agenda for 2023, then stick with me. I have so much to share with you all. And to start with, I've asked Shannon from Ease Your Practice to join me in a free brand new masterclass called Ease Into Entrepreneurship. 
I'm going to be giving you a really simple three pillar framework to get you started on your entrepreneurship journey. And this really is for the wellbeing professionals who are ready to build and grow a business in alignment with their values, put their clients first and do it all without overwhelm or stress. So if that sounds good to you, head to the link in the show notes down below or to alexocal.com slash masterclass and you can join me this Thursday. It is Thursday the 12th of January at 7pm GMT and I want you to come along with your notebook, with your pen, get excited and we are going to be digging into how you get started or how you grow your business this this year, this 2023 with ease. So I hope to see you there. Um, that address again is alexocal.com slash masterclass and I will see you there. Thank you so much for listening and I really can't wait to see you in the masterclass. Bye.